first, I want to say that this should be the only episode of this podcast that requires a formal introduction. Secondly, thank you for listening. I am Kevin Krein, the voice behind Anhedonic Headphones. In 2013, during the first year of this blog, I recorded a handful of episodes of a podcast with my friend Adam Casper. There were six altogether. Each episode had a loose construct, and we discussed, at length, things like a specific album, a specific artist, or music from our lives that we have a strong memory associated with. A lot of time has passed since those first podcasts were recorded, and in an effort to try to keep things fresh on anhedonic headphones and to re-energize my level of interest in the site as a whole, my wife, bless her heart, suggested that I try making another podcast. A new podcast. But what would that entail? It couldn't be just me. No one wants to listen to me by myself talking about music. Near the end of 2018... I came up with the idea that if I was going to try to put out another podcast, it would have to be interview-based. And I decided that I wanted to interview my coworkers. These are people I sometimes see five days a week for eight hours at a time, and I know most of them in just a workplace setting. I thought talking about music with them, music that they really like, music that they have an emotional or nostalgic attachment to, whatever would make for compelling conversations, but would also provide new insights into the people that I work with. I wanted to start with my immediate co-workers, those in my department, so I asked my boss. She didn't say no, but she said that the very idea of talking about music with me, the same way I write about music, was incredibly exhausting, and that she had no time to sit down and give serious consideration to the kind of music-related questions I asked. Another immediate co-worker, more or less, became weak with anxiety at the thought of having to talk that much, specifically about music. Yet another immediate co-worker was interested, but she spent the last month or so intensely laboring over just the right songs to pick and share and discuss. I realized I needed to move out of my immediate circle of co-workers and to try to find folks who were a little less apprehensive, and thankfully, I found someone who was very willing and interested. With that being said, in advance, I should warn you that I can't vouch for how often there will be new episodes, but that this is an endeavor I would like to continue with moving forward into 2019. So without further ado, thank you again for listening, and welcome to the Anhedonic Headphones Podcast, Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. So, first, thank you for being the first guest on the podcast. I am delighted. Of course. You sent me that email, and I'm like, I don't know that he knows that I am giddy about this. <laughs> well, it's a nice change of pace from, like, the people becoming faint with anxiety when I had asked them. So, you throwing yourself at this was like, yes, I'm glad someone wants to talk. I, um, it's become my whole life just recording my own voice and then uploading it to the internet. And that's one of the first things. Well, first, let's get some introductions. My very first guest is 
Vicky Scott. That's me. Welcome to the Illustrious Podcast. Uh, can you have illustriousness when it's before, the first time? before it's, uh, before it's... The streets are thirsty for this. So I see that the, the, on the Twitter, on the on the on the socials. Yeah, yeah the, the streets are ready. But so Vicky, you and I have worked together for two ish years. I've been there two and a half years. So and you were there before I was. So roughly two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. And we work uh, in each other's orbit because mm-hmm. you you are commanding the the produce floor and cooler. And I sit at my computer and... You occasionally see me taking out the, like, compost or, like, the broccoli boxes. Yeah. And you're like, hey, there's Kevin. Yeah, and then I wave, and you don't see me, and then I feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I usually don't want to be a creeper and, like, look in the windows and, like, try to make it obvious. So I'll try to be more aware, though, if somebody's trying to get my attention. I mean, for a while I had flowers growing in that window, yeah. so you couldn't see me waving, and I was like, this is pointless. Oh, boy. Um, so, before we get started, two questions. Mm. First, with the selections that you've picked, was it difficult for you to make these selections? So, it was more difficult to get started, and then, like, a pattern and a clear path presented itself. okay. okay. So I just had to, yeah, I, it was the old songs. It was the retro songs. It was the, what, what's your favorite when you were 12? I was sure, like, Ooh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know even, that you need to know this I about me. I wouldn't even want to know what my 12 year old self would have picked for this. Did you, did you ask him? No, I can't get a hold of him. <laughs> <laughs> He's logged off. <laughs> yeah, logged off, logged off. Um, but so, okay, my other question, and this is kind of unrelated to all this, what is your earliest musical, music-related memory in your life? Okay, for anybody else, you uh-huh. must ask this question in advance, because now I have to sit here in silence. Oh, no, it's okay if you want to come back to it. I just mm. thought that this was like a good conversation piece i'll buy some time and i'll say mine okay mine is buying michael jackson's bad on lp when i was probably four or five and then being pissed that uh leave me alone is a cd only bonus track because the like i saw the video for that and i was like oh this is awesome oh wait i have this album and this is not on here and it says like cd only on the credits on the old video you were four yeah four or five yeah 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 there were cds when you were four Uh uh-huh yeah cds were invented in like the early 80s like 83 82 so before we get into the music uh some Self-promotion on your part, as implied, you are a professional podcaster? Oh gosh, please make me a professional <laughs> podcaster, dear podcast overlords. Um, but so you have two that you're, are your own, plus the third from work. Yes. That's so many podcasts. That's quite a few, but if you, like, last year it was the year of Grilled Cheese and Gin, so uh-huh. I, that's the only one that I was working on. Okay. 
and plus the one at work, which yeah, yeah. delightfully they pay me to just work on while I'm there. So you're a professional podcaster. Oh, yeah. yeah. I get paid to... Oh, I'm a professional podcaster. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Yes. And then <laughs> that one, my friend who I was doing it with, 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 with got really busy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Too and busy for the podcast. Too busy. Too busy to continue meeting on a regular basis. And so that's sort of on hiatus. Okay. We still have many that are recorded that I could just ah, edit okay. if I felt so inclined. Okay. But then Aubrey, my wife and I decided to start a basically an advice podcast okay. for people who are in transist relationships. Okay. All right. Yeah. What's the name of the podcast? That one's called She Her Hers. Okay. Yeah. And you can check it out on the internets. On the internets okay. everywhere. She Her Hers pod. Cool. Well, let's start. Let's get started. Let's do this. I left these in the order in which you sent them to me. Okay. And you had the theme of old, new, borrowed, blue, and then a bunch of things that I was not familiar with, like wedding-themed things. <laughs> I did like a quick look at this, and I saw some of that. I'm like, what is your... Oh, okay. It's a theme. Yeah. It was entirely accidental. And it forms I... a circle by the end. It really does. Really? Yes. What's the circle? We'll get to it. Okay. I'm like, excited to know what I, I did. like, this is your music. Like, you should know. I thought that was intentional. I was like, oh, she's good. <laughs> uh, yes, my subconscious is quite good. Okay. Some people say I look like me, Dad. Tell me about Bewitched. Actually, uh, let's talk about my first musical memory that I'm going to oh, share okay. with you. you got it now? Because it's with Bewitched, oh. and it's kind of why I had to include it. Is this the it. first CD you ever bought? This is the first CD I ever bought. Oh my gosh. And I bought it simultaneously, and it's a it's a single. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's like a maxi single, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I bought it with Cher's I Believe in Life After Love single. Those were the first two CDs I ever purchased with my um, thirteen-year-old thir- yeah. dollar bills. And where did you get them at? The super—it wasn't even a super Walmart. It was a regular-sized Walmart. Wow! Directly across the highway from where I lived. Wow! Did you go over by yourself and snatch them up? I might have walked there. Nice. This is great. It might have been just on a trip. That okay. I was there, and okay. I was like, man, I really love. These songs. Bewitched as a band. Like an adult? No. 
Well, and if you think about it, like this was the time of Spice Girls, so I thought I was so cool where I was like, mm, Spice Girls isn't good enough for me. Yeah, I'm about you, bewitched. This other, like, UK-based girl group. Yep. With their very thick Irish dialects. <laughs> That's the first thing, because I played a little bit of each of these, and that's the first thing that I heard. I was like, wow, yeah, they really are Irish, huh? 100%. One, yeah, you know that they got back together. There I, was like a reunion. Yeah, there's a there's a reunion. All of my favorite 90s bands are getting back together and doing a reunion. Because of nostalgia. Right. Us 90s babies will pay thousands of dollars to go on a cruise with Backstreet Boys. So Bewitched, you picked C'est La Vie. Yep. Um, was this like a big... See, like this is... What year is this? Is this 98, 99? Dear Lord. Is I want to say it's... Yeah, it's got to be 98. So I was not... Oh, I was aware of Bewitched because I would see their CD at Walmart. Right. Because it was brightly colored and it had the bee and then the little star and mm -hmm. then Witched mm -hmm. and... Uh, but I was not familiar with any of their music. I was really into rap metal at the time, as one does when they are a teenage boy in 1998. God, I wish I was into rap metal. It's so much less embarrassing. No, this is... Saying that you liked Limp Biscuit is pretty... Well, I mean, <laughs> it's embarrassing, but it also, like, you can kind of maybe make it a little earnest now. I don't know. Yeah. It's terrible, but if you just are like, yeah, it's terrible, but I liked it. I mean... Uh, That's where I was at. Yeah. So, uh, anything you want to say about Bewitched? Other than that this is your first CD and you have fond memories of it. Do you still listen to this? Um, when it comes up on my iTunes okay. on Shuffle, I'm like, yeah. I woke up, it was seven. I waited till 11 just to figure out that no one would call. I think I've got a lot of friends, but I don't hear from them. What's another night all alone When you're spending every day on your own And here it goes I'm just a kid and a life is a nightmare I'm just a kid, I know that it's not fair Nobody cares cause I'm alone And the world is having more fun than me Tonight Um, the next thing that you have selected is this is what you said was your favorite song from high school so this would be the i can hear the judgment oozing out of your voice no 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 believe me like i uh yeah high school me not no no well i mean like high school you and i would never have even like our eyes would not have met in the hall i mean i i was on the cusp of developing my, like, super pretentious taste. Mm. Just on the cusp, though. Okay. There was also still a lot of, like, hard rock and rap metal and things that I am like, whew, what was I thinking? Simultaneous with Bewitched, I was listening to Marilyn Manson, so it's not like... Gotta hear both sides. Yeah. Gotta hear both sides. <laughs> um, so, favorite song in high school, This. so what year would this be? So this would be in 2002, 2003 was actually when I was listening to it. I believe this came out in probably 2001 because okay. I was not aware of them until my best friend Ronnie was like, hey, this, pl this 
she bought the um, behind the scenes video. I don't know if it came with her CD or if it was like, but she had it and we sat and we watched it. And we fell in love <laughs> with these dorky Canadians. Oh, they're Canadian? Oh, yes. Is this like, this is post Sun 41, like... Oh, yes. Uh, Canadian power pop punk. Is yeah, this is to... second wave pop punk. Uh-huh. Uh, From our neighbors to the north. Yes. Okay. So you've picked Simple Plan. Yes. What was their big hit? They had like a big MTV hit, didn't they? It wasn't I'm Just a Kid? I don't think so. Um, they uh, had, I'll have to look it up later. Because I, I mean, I remember the name of this album and mm-hmm. kind of scoffing at it because it's like pretty low level humor. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, so this isn't some 41 because it's kind of, it's very similar. Super similar. Um. And, just direct knockoff. And I I think they had like one or two big MTV hits when MTV still played videos in like the early 2000s. And, but this is not, I don't think this is it. This is not This is not it? I don't think so. Uh, they had also a second album that was slightly more popular that I am not as familiar with. Oh. oh. Um, but. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So this is you in high school. Was this your last year in high school? I was, it it was sophomore, junior year. Okay. All right. And the memory is, um, riding around in my best friend's car. She had a little red beat around car Mm -hmm. as you do when you're 16. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I had like a fucked up minivan. So I don't know. I don't know if she had this in her car, if I'm remembering my car, but I had the cassette tape yeah, 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 with the yeah, cord yeah, coming out yeah. of it. And you I had run to run it to a disc man. Yeah. Yeah. Run it to a disc man, run <laughs> it. Like I had a little cherry red disc man and we learned every word on oh, this wow, album. Wow. Um, and we had the parts down, like she would sing a certain part and I would sing a certain part. Wow, we that's... fully thought we were going to be a, a pop punk band. Why didn't you get on? Well, it's never too late, I guess. Are you still in touch with your friend? Oh, yeah. Oh, she'd be down. She's currently like eight and a half months pregnant, but oh. we could do it. <laughs> I would say go for it. It's never too late to start a pop punk band. I'm just a kid and a life is a Like the more punk scene, like the political commentary oh, of it. Okay. Um, and okay. I don't think the world is for um, ready for a pop punk band where you actually say stuff. 
that isn't whiny. I thought you were going to say ready for a band that isn't doing just simple plan covers. Oh, wait, no, that's a better idea. Hold up, reverse. <laughs> we're going to be a simple plan cover band. Maybe with some good Charlotte sprinkled oh, in. Oh, yeah, really diversify yourself. <laughs> so now we're, uh, now we're moving forward. All right. So we're done with the old. Yep. We're into the new, mm-hmm. which is your favorite new song of the moment. Which is King Princess. Have you heard King Princess? Not until you selected it for this program. And how do you hear about new music, may I ask? Um, sometimes there's just um, shuffle on Spotify. Okay. There's one way. Otherwise, sometimes there are uh, the YouTubers who I follow talk about, like, do a year rundown and talk about music that they enjoyed. Um... And then, yeah, I think I got King Princess off of the the Spotify shuffle. I'm like, who is this? Okay. Tell me more. Okay. Um, and I think that they chose King Princess for me because I have a lot of Haley Kiyoko songs okay. favorited. Okay. And they're like, you like listening to lesbians sing. <laughs> hey, Buried you a month or two ago I keep thinking that you're standing on my floor That you're waiting there for me Hey, my love You've walked out a hundred times out Supposed to know this time that you wouldn't come, that you wouldn't come home. But for drinks, I'm wasted. I can see you dancing. brand is strong mm. is what you're saying at least on and spotify they figured marketed, out you're being marketed to pretty hard oh yes. okay okay as one does yeah but king princess is she's like a 19 year old up-and-coming person but she is very uh like all of her songs talk about love and women okay and it it is like oppressively delighting okay yeah cool She's from Brooklyn, New York. Okay, where all the hip kids are from. Right. And, yeah, I'm going to her concert, like, in a couple of weeks. All right, so this is, uh, was there, so this is, of all of her material, this is your favorite? This is the cleanest one. (laughs) (laughs) Are the songs really raunchy? So... I guess I could just... Um... Here's the thing is that this is... I don't, we don't have to be clean on the podcast. Oh, no. So this is my favorite one because it's the one that kind of introduced me to her voice. Okay. Um, I kind of like that husky, rattly... Yeah, yeah. Um, Broke my heart. Now I'm white. my time on you. Broke my heart. 
see you dancing I can lay down next to you at the foot of my bed If I drink enough I can taste your lipstick I can lay down next to you But it's all in my head yeah. the, the one that is sort of blatant is called Your Pussy is God and I Love It. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Which I appreciate very much. Are do you think that people listening to this podcast wouldn't be ready for a song like that? Oh hell, they would be they would love it. Okay. It would be great. It's universally true and accepted. That's a valid point. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't matter that it's a woman singing about pussy, like look. Yeah. <laughs> This is great because I'm. This is why I wanted to do a podcast where I interviewed my coworkers about music because I I was sure the conversation would go fascinating places. <laughs> we are here. We are. Let's do this. Just talking about pussy. Yeah. All right. So this is uh this is King Princess. This is Tal- Talia. Yeah, this one's Talia. Okay. All right. This one's kind of sad and I got like... that impression from the little bit that I was listening to. But for drinks, I'm wasted. I can see. Before we get into the next one, may I ask how you came up with the wedding theme of like old, new, borrowed, blue, and then these other things that we'll get to in a moment? It came from the the screen cap of the post-it that you showed me. Okay. Where yeah. it was like, your old favorite, your new hits, yeah, your, yeah. your blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. And then I okay. was like, oh, this, this is what this reminds me of. But the borrowed and the blue were the ones that I actually wanted to share. <laughs> and then the wedding crasher. Yeah, when we get into this stuff at the tail end of this, it's like things, like expressions, some of these expressions I was not familiar with. Sixpence like, in your shoe? Never heard of that before. That's part of the, that's part of the saying. The old new borrowed blue? Mm-hmm, that's I've only gotten to that part. I've, I've never heard an extended version of that <laughs> expression before. I don't know why they put the sixpence in your shoe, but it's keeping the market for sixpence alive. You know, when I, when I glanced very quickly at the email that you sent me with the, the list of songs, I saw sixpence. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, she wants to talk about sixpence, none the richer. Because Kiss Me, that song slays. And then it wasn't. And I was like, oh, that's okay. But I was like really excited for a moment. We could talk about Six Pitch on the Richer. I could give you a whole 90s set. I actually had Jewel on here. Oh, which one? Foolish Games? Foolish yeah, Games. Yeah, that song goes hard. And I was thinking, like, it brought back flashbacks and like night terrors. Oh, and, gosh. Uh, like, well, you don't want to, I don't want this podcast to give you night terrors. But like, I was the girl who had the, the Jewel poetry book. I was I was that child. Have you read her memoir? Is it better than her poetry? I don't know. I've never read her memoir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out to Jewel. <laughs> Love you. Um, she wrote a memoir a couple of years ago. I don't know if it's any good. 
I actually feel like I heard something about it being quite good because she was. Well, she's lived a fascinating life. Yeah, she was a she was a huge star and then dropped off the planet. Well, I mean, she was like in an Alaskan rap group. Oh. Before she hit it big, and then she was like living her like claim was like she was living in her car, washing her hair in like a Kmart bathroom, and then became famous. But she also like dated Sean Penn for a while before she became famous. Before she gave, became yeah, famous? Yeah. How yeah. do you meet Sean Penn before you're famous? Uh, that's the thing is, I don't know the logistics of it, but she was involved with Sean Penn, like, very early in her career before she was, like, a big deal. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Suspect. He directed a early music video for her, actually. Hmm. Yeah. Now I need to read her memoir. Get get on it. Like a bonnet. <laughs> Um, tell me about CL. This was intense. I watched this video and it was like too much. Like I was like, what? I was like, this is there's a lot happening here. First of all. That wasn't even her most intense video. Oh boy. So CL is a K-pop star who kind of is making her name for herself as a US rap singer. That's what the thing is because what you like I was like, is this K-pop? But it's like it's rap. Yes. Like so but yeah, it's it's so intense. It oh my god. Um so this is called Bad Bitches and no, it's called Hello Bitches. Oh hello bitches, sorry. Is that how you come into a room? Do you just <laughs> come? Yeah, do you say like, hello, bitches? <laughs> so what, this is, this was the, on the list, this is The Borrowed. This was a song that someone else introduced you to, so who is responsible for showing you CL? Again, this was Ronnie. Okay, shout out to Ronnie, your yeah, friend. She has, has brought a lot of music into mm. my life. Uh, but she got into CL because she lived in Korea for a while, so okay. she was very into K-pop. As I suppose you have to be, because it's kind of everywhere, isn't it? You, you can't, can't avoid it. Yeah. But I was I was not into K-pop. I was into the more of the bubblegum K-pop and the J-pop mm-hmm. when she was like, "Have you heard CL rap?" Yellow gold and it glow like a yellow bone. Couldn't see me with a selfie from my telephone. Got hella doll, hello kitty, getting hella old. Want me to let in long time, and I tell him no. Saki to sold you, now got Saki to sold you. Could find me in Shanghai, you know what their shots of Baijo do. Got these Asian girls dancing on the couches, yeah, they know me, and they singing every word like they was at the karaoke
as we move forward here, your favorite sad song, Old New Borrowed Blue, we've reached the blue portion. You've picked a song by Kesha, and I would not associate <laughs> her with, well, I guess she has some sad songs. She has so many, she's a sad album. But, yeah, I know she has a sad album. <laughs> um, but I guess that's not the, because it's pop music, it's not the first thing I would go to. I think of, like, sad white person music, which is what I listen to. Like Johnny Cash? No, like, Elliot Smith, mm. and, like, all the sad young girls who are popular now, like Phoebe Bridgers and Julian Baker. They're all very sad. Um... There a are a lot of really sad young women right now. Yeah, Lucy Dacus. I wonder what yeah. could be going on in society I don't to know. make all of the females <laughs> very sad. I don't know. I, it's strange. <laughs> it's strange that there's all these sad young women. Mystery. Um, but you have been, and I was not familiar with this Kesha song, but I should say that I'm, I'm not very well versed in Kesha. Mm. Um, I only know like the very popular radio singles and then her last album. I listened to because I did an in like an in earnest review of it because I was morbidly curious. Um, but you love Kesha. I love Kesha as because you're dressed appropriately. You're wearing a Kesha T-shirt with a rainbow cat on it. This cat is barfing a rainbow. Um, because you've seen her, correct? I've seen her in concert multiple twice. times, twice. saw her i was sort of at the height of her original success oh wow okay um, where was she where was she it was this was in las vegas oh and okay. she i couldn't figure out why mm-hmm. this is before we knew anything oh okay i couldn't figure out why she was opening for pitbull and i was pissed that i purchased a pitbull ticket so that I could go see Kesha. Yeah, yeah. And it was bad. We did not know it yet, yeah. but she was being abused. <laughs> yeah, so when was, like, this is, like, 2010, 2011-ish? It would have been Prior either... Prior to Free Kesha? Uh, yeah. Okay. 10, 2011, 2012, okay. In, that, okay. in that zone. Okay. Um. But yeah, she looked sad on stage. Yeah. She got up there and delivered her songs without even performing them. And I was really upset because I was a I was pro Kesha from the beginning. Sure. Um, everybody was like, what is this hot tune bullshit? I'm like, you eat your words because she's going to be a huge star. And it actually looked like it actually looked like she wouldn't be mm-hmm. there for a hot minute because yeah. I was like, oh, she's flamed out or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was devastated. Yeah. Um, and I am so... I I hate what happened to her, but I am delighted that people have decided to give her a second chance. millenniums ago, love. We were nothing more than stardust. 
Yeah, that was a summer. This okay. was the woman tour. Where was she playing at? Uh, the casino right oh, over here. Mystic Lake. Mystic Lake. Yeah. How was that? Is it okay? Was it good? I kind of like that okay. venue. Okay. I like okay. sitting on the grass and listening to music. I've never been to Mystic Lake for any reason. Mm. They get a lot of shows that I'm like, kind of like, should I go to this? Like New Year's Eve with Third Eye Blind. I was like, should I go to this? I wanted to go with that. And um, then I was just like, I can't make it work. Yeah. And then Count and Crows played there doing like the 25th anniversary tour of August and everything after. And I was like, I legitimately like the Count and Crows. Should I go to this? But it was outside and I was just like, oh, is it going to be bad weather? And even if it's raining, like, I feel like I'm comfortable with that. Okay. Because it feels like you're give you're... You're, you, it costs you something to have the experience. <laughs> then I think I, I missed out on an opportunity. Anyway, you've picked a song by Kesha called Past Lives mm-hmm. from her album Warrior. Yeah. Sec- second album, right? Second album. Second album. Um, no, it was Animal Cannibal Warrior. Oh, so this is third album. Thar- third album. Okay. This is the one that came out like as sort of a surprise okay. after we're like, Where'd you go? Oh, there you are. And then she's like, gone again. Bye. <laughs> so what makes this your favorite sad song? Um, I think it has a lot to do with where I was at in my life when I started to listen to the Warrior album. I was living in Pittsburgh and Aubrey and I were going through a tough time. Oh, boy. And oh boy. Um, I don't know. It's something about the drum in the background. It's something about... The contemplative nature of it, because a lot of her songs are very, uh, very pop, very um, just just for fun, just for fun songs, which is actually what drew me to Kesha. Like Mm -hmm. all of her songs are just for fun. They're dance music. They're whatever. Except this. Except this. And it was just kind of out of the blue on this album. And Hmm. I'm like, wow, this is this is charming. But it is also uh talking about like the expanse of time and it doesn't matter i will we'll be together at some point we keep finding each other our souls keep circling around each other yeah okay all right cool um what did you think of the song here's here's my question Mm what do you think of the song it's okay because i mean catch is not like it's not my thing like Mm -hmm. i can appreciate it Mm -hmm. like i uh, i wanted to like her last album a lot mm-hmm. and I didn't mm. but Prayin' was one of my favorite songs of 2017 so Past Lives and Prayin' have yeah. a lot in common I know. yeah mm-hmm. yeah because that was like some real moving shit yep yeah yep sorry I'm gonna cry don't do it I won't do it it's okay I cried at the concert that's okay I cried at the Phil Collins concert 
Um, because Phil Collins moved me to tears. That makes me so... You're a complex dude. Why am I a complex dude? Because I cry at Phil Collins? You're like, I legitimately love Counting Crows, and Phil Collins is my man. I do my head toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Head toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? So, um, the sixpence in your shoe, which I was not, I'm not familiar with that expression at all, okay. but this is your favorite Lucky song. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is from here, right? Lizzo? She's from the Twin Cities, is that correct? I am embarrassed to say that I do not know. Oh my god. Is she, she from Minneapolis? Yeah. Because that makes me so happy. I thought she was. Let's get, let's see who can get the internet answer first. Yeah, based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah. I knew she was amazing. Yeah, she, so she's from here. Um, and this was, I mean, like, so I've been aware of her for, like, because her profile continues to rise, and she, like, opened for um, time, like, the last time they came through or whatever, so, like, she's getting, doing big things. She's doing big things. Um, but... I guess I've never sat down and, like, listened before, because I was just, like, a name that I was like, oh, she's a person, she's from the Twin Cities, cool, but I was just like, I do, is this what I... You've never heard Worship Me? No, I had, no. Ever I'm, in your life? No, probably not. Oh. Probably not. I don't know. So, um, but you picked Good As Hell. Yes. Which is your favorite Lucky song. And this is like a feel. This is like a feel good romp. Like I yes. did listen to this, and I was like, I see why she. This I feel good. Doesn't it was, just amp you up? It was a strange feeling though, because I'm used to feeling like trash all the time. So the Lizzo's feeling, magic. Feeling good or like getting pumped up. I was like, man, this what a wild sensation. It it oh gosh! I listen to this when I get like in the middle of work, and I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> So if you see me dancing at my desk, it's probably Lizzo. I do my head talk, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Head talk, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Feeling good as hell. Baby, how you feeling? Woo, girl, need to kick off your shoes. Gotta take a deep breath, time to focus on you. All the big fights, long nights that you've been through. I got a bottle of tequila, I've been saving for you. Change your life. You can have it all, no sacrifice. I know we did you wrong, we can make it right. So go and let it all hang out tonight. Cause we don't love you anymore. So walk your fine ass out the door. And do your head talk. Check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Head talk. Check my nails. Baby, how you So, how long have you been listening? Like, are you are you have you been on like the since the beginning with the Lizzo train? Or not no, so much? she's a recent find for okay, me. Okay. Um, Emily, 
mm-hmm. turn me on to her. Okay. Uh, she showed me worship, and I was like, I must devour everything that this woman has to offer. Um, yeah. And do my hair toss, check my nails. Yeah, yeah. Favorite brother-in-law, mm-hmm. which you said you didn't like at first. Yeah, but you know, so this grew on you. Yeah, this is this is your direct question. Like, what did you like not warm to? Quickly? Yeah, 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 yeah. From the talking points. Yeah. yeah. No, but my my art order to uh-huh. the guy who wrote the she or hers podcast yeah. was like, hey, here's the here's this song from Grimes. Mm-hmm. Here's the song that Grimes wrote. Uh, from a cartoon, mm-hmm. uh, put them together. <laughs> okay, so you this is from her last album because she hasn't put I don't she hasn't put anything out since this right. There's rumblings. There's a new album, but so she hasn't put out her own album, but she's been on several people's okay. albums. Like she's been on Janelle Monae's album. And yeah, that stuff. So so this is from Art Angels. Yes. Um, and you picked California, mm. but then when I asked you to clarify what version of California you wanted, because the video edit is slightly different in its mixing than this one is you you referred to it in our conversation as your ass hat yes which i would not ever say that that is an ass hat that's just having like a very refined palette <laughs> and being kind of pretentiously specific but i do that shit regularly okay so, i'm glad you didn't take offense no 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 when you said when i saw an ass hat i'm like what is she talking about but no it's i it's just oh. me bending over putting my Ass hat no, I like I am very finicky about mixes and mm-hmm. I can tell when things are like, oh, this is a slightly different oh I can this is a little different. This is a different version. I prefer this other version. So it's fine. It's fine to have opinions like that. Don't say that it's an ass hat. I'm glad that you pointed it out though, because <laughs> I had not listened to the music video version yeah, yeah. in a very long time. Sure, sure, sure. Since the beginning. But so that's the one you prefer though, right? You said? Because that's how she plays it in concert. No. Oh. I prefer the album version. Okay. Because that is the one that I have listened to the, the most. most. Okay. And so that is what I hear in my head. Gotcha. Um, but I realize that like when I tell people about Grimes, mm-hmm. that I keep giving them the YouTube video because it's easy access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I'm like, oh, if people don't like it, mm-hmm. it's not, it's like, it's a completely different version because it is so different. Yeah.
Um, but I did listen to it, mm-hmm. and it does sound a lot like, a lot more like her in concert. Have you seen her? I have seen her. The reason I discovered Grimes, I discovered Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> You signed her to 480. You're yeah. like, I discovered you. That's why I have all this dough. <laughs> when did you discover Grimes? So when Grimes came into my life, I was at a Florence of the Machine concert. Oh, okay. And she opened for Florence of the Machine. Okay. And I just, like, it was so mesmerizing. I had never heard an opener that I liked. Yeah, that's a very rare occurrence that you get an opener... A, that you can tolerate, but B, that you leave being like, I really like this band a lot. That's only happened to me like a handful of times. I really like this band a lot. I am now a fan of this yeah, band. Yeah. I'm going to buy everything that she makes. Yeah. And I kicked myself because I meant to, either between the set, yeah, between yeah, the yeah. concerts or whatever, to go get her t-shirt or mm-hmm. something. Because I'm like, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is too good to be like, yeah. she's going to be bigger than Florence and the Machine next year which yeah, she was yeah um and i didn't go get her t-shirt oh, no. or her album oh, no. or anything oh, and i'm like where was the show at um this was one of the big ones in the target center oh target, target center. center okay okay how um, many years ago was this like recently two two years ago okay because for a while grimes had a loose association with the twin cities because she was romantically involved with a guy named James Brooks, hmm. who was in a short-lived, like, electronic duo called Elite Gymnastics. You need to teach me. <laughs> teach you what? Like, to musical... know dumb garbage like I do? <laughs> Just have all these musical associations. You were a prince, or so I thought. You swept me off my feet, then carried me off. Party Crasher hmm. is your favorite that nobody has heard of, yep. which could be just about any music that I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, so the impression that I got from looking this up is that this person is like a, a, just a YouTube musician. Is that correct? That is correct-ish. Okay. So Has she parlayed her success into like an actual recording contract? No, but I think, I think she could. Okay. I think a lot of the YouTube successes mm-hmm. who have a, have their own following mm-hmm. choose not to go down that path sure. because they have their own fan base. Sure. And they don't need to. Sure. Um, so this is Tessa Violet. Yes. How did you discover her? I discovered her through her YouTube videos. She did a cover video of... I think it was a Jonathan Colton song. Okay. So... Internet on internet. 
Yeah, that's like... Double internet. It's like Inception. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And just kind of enjoyed hearing her musical story. She used to be a model, like had a whole bunch of like weird modeling stories. She's like, this is how weird it is, like laying in flowers. Um, (laughs) Is she really young? She's very young. I think she's like 25, 6 in there. Yeah, I get from the video, I kind of got the impression she was very young. Yeah. She just, she's another one who writes fun music. Um, Her current album is a little more deep it's still fun okay but okay. it's like deeper in there okay does she self-release stuff then yeah she puts okay. out her own albums okay. and okay. just okay. sells them to her fans because okay. she's got a million so if you get a million dollar bills together she's like all right i'm fine i can buy food beginning i said that there was a cyclical nature to the songs that you picked and you hadn't realized that oh because why because well time is a flat circle but (laughs) because the bewitched song is called c'est la vie oh yes and she says c'est la vie in the song she does and i yeah so it it all you really made it happen can you edit out all of the i don't know what you're talking about and just be like we'll just start here and be like i knew that the whole time kevin i'm good (laughs) (laughs) oh don't strain anything patting yourself on the back that hard with uh with how clever your sets were here oh boy that looks like you just strained something all right so um was it difficult for you to pick which song of hers you wanted to talk about or not really? Yes, because I wanted to talk about her new album. Okay. And I want to talk about her collabs and I want to talk about all of those things. Mm-hmm. But this is actually the song that I've listened to the most. Okay. Like has been on one, on a playlist okay. of some okay. sort for a very long time. Okay. Um, so that's it. Those are all the songs. Those are the ones. Um, you have to eat tacos now. I have... <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for being the first guest on the first episode of the the second round of Antidonic Headphones Podcasts, Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. I like that you pause. Before I say Electric Boogaloo? Yes, Part 2. Electric, electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. I want to emphasize the Boogaloo. Right. Um, any, uh, anything you want to add before we peace out? My brain keeps making this association, but I can't form it into words so no okay all right uh again vicky scott uh professional podcaster mm-hmm. uh, i'll put some info about your various casts Thanks. in the in the blurb I, for I, the show i appreciate that you gotta promote yeah you have you have twitter followers and stuff it's so some, strange yeah i mean i'm out here on my grind i'm i'm hustling hard on the socials 
you know how we do. Oh, I appreciate I appreciate uh, talking you talking about my career in any way. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, career okay. development. All right, well, thanks again, and hey, everyone, thanks for listening. There'll be another one of these sometime in the near future when I can find someone who's as willing to talk about music as you were. Was this difficult? No. See, there you go. It's not nothing to be afraid of, folks. To everybody who wants to talk about music but doesn't think they can do it, like you're just you're just having a conversation. Just having a conversation. That's okay. all. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Just having a conversation.